Afrobits Intelligence Podcast. Afrobeats Intelligence. Democratizing African music. It's good to see you, Papa. Yes, sir. It's good to be seen. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is the first time I have ever met you. Yeah, all of the Jubastikulin, all of the I think we've both been watching each other from um, from a distance. Hmm. And from a distance, yeah, speaking from a distance, from a distance feels like you have, it feels like you intentionally stayed from a distance, that you've not really been engaging the space. You were not wrong. As in, um, it wasn't like it just happened to me that I've not, it's, it's not like you just... It didn't come out of the blue. So um, you were correct. I mean, um, I took a deliberate effort <laughs> that I specifically told myself, if um, you don't have anything to like um, do proper marketing, yeah, um, present the music. I mean, it's some um, school of thought say it's good to just keep throwing their content out there. Eventually, it's all going to matter. Something would stick. But then... I just feel like um, I come from that school of thought where if you want to do it, you should do it the best way you know how. Yeah. And, and you thought you didn't have the complete tools and the resources to do it at the, the best possible way at the highest level. That's right. And I told myself I was going to be quiet until I could do it like that. Oh. When people say these things, they always refer to money. Well, not really money alone sometimes, you know, because before I decided to, like, chill, I had a, considera- um, a considerable amount of money to, like, shoot videos, get this, but you can only do so much mm. when you don't have, like, um, um, the whole crew, the team. Oh, so your team wasn't set up? No team, nothing was just me. Sometimes I would call and be like, yo, my name is Ibrahim. Um, I'm calling for um, General Pipe and blah, blah, blah. And uh, it's the craziest thing in the world. Yeah. <laughs> just to give an air of, you know, having your, your stuff properly set up. Yeah, just to create that um, um, boundaries, like, okay, this is my brand. I'll even start talking to people like that, like, well, I need something excellent for my brand. And we don't even know if we want to work with you, but just send us some blah, 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 and let's check it out and see. So, yeah, so that, what that does is it gives you a healthy degree of distance between the back end of it and the front end. Yeah, just trying to, like, still present it because I know anywhere in the world, um, if you, the artist, you show up and you start representing yourself, there are some things they don't tell you. Yes, true. But if you're the manager, you'll be like, well, you know, you're my guy. Yeah. Um, that will work. That won't work. Okay. Yeah. I get you. Did anyone ever find out that this was you on the other end? Uh, some of my fans, this one are not, this usually are not people that I have business with. Yeah. People that just want to be like, they just call randomly and be like, yo, can I blah, 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 with pipe? And I'll be like, okay, I'll get it across to him. I'll bring it to his attention, but right now he's probably working on blah, blah, blah. But since you say no, I'll make sure he get this information. I'm <laughs> like, pipe, you know, share now. I want to pass from you. 
no. The, thing, the things we have to do. <laughs> so this this time you're you're in the city. You are you've you've been recording. You've, you're trying out new things. You even the way I was contacted from this interview. I was contacted by a, a public relations company that I really respect. I mean, they're like General Pipe is in, is in town. Do you want to speak to him? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Respect. <laughs> sure, of course. Of course I would want to speak to you. I respect the work that you have done. Respect. I respect your music. I respect the work that you've done and what it represents to, Thank you, sir. to people like me who, who came up from before a lot of these things started and found a way to transition themselves into this time when we're talking about globalization and different markets and charts and all of that. It's crazy. You we have app charts now. Yes. It's the yes. Thing. <laughs> it used to be a dream. I'd be like, this is just a music scenario. This is not an industry. We can't track anybody's success. We can't do this. We can't do that. That's not, no incentives. Yes. But right now, there is a whole lot. You don't have to be on the billboard yeah. to make a living now. You can actually make money from streaming. True. You know, and some international companies are here now trying to like tap into the Jobasticoline. Yes. What do you, you call it? Jobasticoline. <laughs> <laughs> what does that what does that mean? It's pipe knees. Pipe, oh, okay. So pipe knees is a language you speak. I just come up with some things and um usually those words they mean everything. Okay, it can so, either so, be good or bad, depending. So, so, so jubasticaline. Am, mm-hmm. I, am I pronouncing it right? Jubasticaline. Jubasticaline. It's the permanent state of jubasticulation. Huh. <laughs> As did, bro. <laughs> well, but but in, in the way you've used it, I, I like to think of jubasticaline as the sauce. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's almost, it's beginning to sound like a real word because... In Atlanta, there's this friend of ours that owns a club. Mm-hmm. And he's taking over because before, back in the day when I would say something like that, people would be tempted to Google it and they just see it in my post. But these days, you can't even find it anywhere close to my name. Nice. It's just gone. It's got a whole life of its own. Oh, so, the use, so the use of jubasticaline mm-hmm. is called jubasticalization. Yes, sir. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning so much. <laughs> and so we just spoke about the past and, you know, you're surprised that a lot of things are happening. In in the past, before the advent of charts, before we started, you know, rating our music based on some, some well-detailed and transparent, sometimes not so transparent algorithm, mm-hmm. how did you rate yourselves in the past before all of this explosion happened? How how did you know you were popping in relation to the next person? Well, there's a whole lot of ways, but all of it, all of the ways, the metrics and stuff that you would use then, they were all flawed because it is who knows who that gets on. If you're on a globe, um, on a billboard on the street or something like that, they'll be like, ah, we're going to take body You understand? Yeah. If those companies pay you, that means they have already booked you for shows for like the next two years. Yeah. Like if it's like a company, I don't want to mention any name, but there was this telecommunication company. Yes. Then once they pick you, 
the next two years, you're, you're touring, you're touring for the next two years. So you are there, whether you like it or not, yes. you are there. So that's like the way we measure then. And he used to hurt so badly because there were so many guys and girls and ladies and that were wickedly hot, but they didn't get that level of attention. And because of the lack of those kind of attention, we just put them in the corner of like those who those who were still trying, struggling musicians. <laughs> that, that, that's when you'd hear words like underrated. Underrated, underrated, um, um, next discovery. Next rated discovery. Next video, all those oh. things. They just give you consolation prize, make you say thing. <laughs> <laughs> was it, so it was harder then? That's what It was said. harder, man. If you, if you don't sell records, you don't. You can't sell because Alaba. You even go pay Alaba to pirate you. You, so you go and pay. meet Alaba and be like, "Joe, pirate me." Just you pay. You would beg them to pirate the record that you have made. What? What is um, begging? Begging is even. And you'd even pay them to even. Harm begging your is business. underrated because you are there now with your bags of money that you've gone to also. <laughs> And tell, them, and tell them that you need your song to be distributed nationwide and these guys are going to sell it. But you are actually, I don't know what so, you so, say so, that. So, so you were giving... Be- <laughs> I don't know. Is, are you, you selling know, it? No, you were giving them, you were giving them, you, it was batter, it was some form of crude batter back end, but you were giving them some money and to... With the resources. Yes, so you're giving them some money to use their distribution network to help your distribution. No distribution for you because, oh, the distribution distribution of your brand, your name, your your song. And once you get that brand and name recognition, you can go for shows. Yes. But then it's not a very sustainable model. That's why it crashed. Yes. It's still, I mean, it's still like a different name because when you think about the American music industry, they'd be like, oh, we don't do no more riba, no backhand money, no. The money just got bigger and it's too big for you to even mention. Yeah. So the companies are the one now that will buy our slots. True. So it's still happening in a way. <laughs> yeah, that's that that's what companies, global companies call uh your marketing budget. Really? You no know, marketing, I ain't dropping any song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. And the ones who couldn't would they have the ones who didn't we didn't have the money to play this sort of game where you pay to be pirated. They couldn't travel. Their, their music could not travel that far. That is just like um, one out of 500. Okay. That makes it out of that category. Just like Lou Nassess. Yeah. So people be like, ah, it's just one guy that was living with his auntie in Georgia. Yeah. He bought a beat for YouTube and blah, blah, blah. He blew. Go use that same model. And I will say the model works for everybody. But you have to have marketing. Yeah. No matter what, even if you have to turn to a ghostwriter for some people or whatever, do whatever you need to do. Get because I love these songs too much. That's why I kept them with to to myself because it's like just cutting a piece of me and throwing it in the trash every single day. If you don't have promo or people to support you. You would just simply be throwing like good content. And you'd be frustrated and you'd be spending the love of those around you so much because those are the guys that you test. Eh, 
They talk say one thing, they say one thing. Why you serve no blue? But no be by mouth. Sure. And some people go get the money saved, they no go even then go put kerosene for their body, fire, no cash. True. Mm. So what would you say is like what would you say is the missing ingredient? I know, and this is a conversation I've had to have like online and in certain spaces. People would attribute this seemingly random way of people blowing. People will att- some people will attribute it to something called grace. Uh, 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 but do you think there's a secret in uh, like beyond grace? You can also attribute that, but beyond grace, do you think there's a there's a way the game should be played that if you play it that way, you increase your chances of success? Well, one thing we all know, like um, it resonated differently with you or to you when um, um, Bookie HQ and the people reached out and be like, yo, pipe is around and everything. Um, if I'd found a way to reach out to you on my own, yeah, we probably would have found a way to make something work. Sure, of course. It would be a different case if I had to now start looking here and there for all of those means. You probably want to come, but because, say, Buki call you for Roger, yeah. and Roger is coming from the right channel. Yeah. You respect Roger more and yeah. be like, um, okay, um, pipe. I get one other um interview I want to do for VI. And when I finish, I'll I'll see if I'll see if you stop by do your own because I really like you. Where where that is from the love. Yeah. But from your business point of view and from your Professionalism. Um, professionalism and the fact that you wanna you wanna leave that stage of saying a random DM now they take do and we'll be saying you wanna start working with companies. Yeah. You resin you wanna prioritize that one. True. So now just that same way I believe, say if you wanna really have a break. Ashake didn't just start singing. Yes. <laughs> he kept singing and singing and singing. And dancing. Life. And dancing until he met a structure. Yes. So that is the secret. That's the grace of our dear Lord Jesus Christ. Finding that structure. Yes. That system, that professionalism, that system, and that funding for yourself. Champion, when I would travel out of Nigeria then yeah. for like promo or shows, when we get there and we we're trying to give them the CD or whatever for the song, you know what? They'll be like, oh, we got a song like three weeks ago. Whoa. That is structure. Beautiful. You know, the yeah. song is already in their system. They've been jamming or maybe they just be like, oh, this is the general pipe package. We're going to keep it here. They have the OEPK, you know, electronic um, press kit. Yeah. You know, get them everything. If there's no, this one, a business, it's not by talent anymore now. It's yes. not by the people they you're, told you're, me. You're speaking a different language. There. It's not about talent alone. You have that talent awesomely, even with the money too. Even if you have the PR company, people, you still have to go into because they can't do everything for you. True. You have to work hard too. 
Yes. Give them what to push. True. Mm. Ben, you got me. There are too many variables, man. Too Hello. many, too many things to tweak. Too many things to change. True, true. Too many buttons to press. Does it get overwhelming sometimes? I mean, no. Just to think about it, Misuru. Okay. Um, before I start sounding like um, I have been there, okay. and I've done it, and I have sit down there. I am still a artist that is loved. In some levels, if it was some other country, I would have been called a super success story. But right now, I'm still struggling to get to that Jubastikulin. But I'm grateful that I got the people. So for full disclaimer, that's what I believe. Okay. She gets someone to the next level. It's not because I have done it and I have sold out arenas. That's why I'm talking like that. It's just from... Yeah, just with disclaimer. <laughs> you no, know, but you're speaking from your experience and your perspective. Absolutely, yeah. And very few people would say they have experienced success in this game, even when it was harder to do so. Mm-hmm. When we talk about, you know, the history of our music, your name comes up continuously. Mm-hmm. And now you're seeking to influence the future. That's right, boss. So, you know... You have every right to, to, to say the things you, you, you say. You know... Because you've, you've gained perspective. You've been true, in the game. True, boss. You, you don't... And, and so, yeah, that's, that's one of the reasons why I am here, because I recognize what we are, what you've done, what that's you're right. doing, and that's I'm trying right. to buy into it. Thank you, man. I so, really appreciate it. No, <laughs> it is what it is, brother. It yeah. is what it is. I mean, and, sometimes people ask for their flower... Before okay. they give it to them, and some people just be like, "Well, if you give me a garden, you know, so whatever." I really appreciate. I appreciate, you know, the flowers. Thank you, man. Because some people wait till your day. True. But, you know, I really appreciate that. Thank you, man. Hi, hi, hi. No more. So you've also, you know, you've 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 come up. You you, you came up at a time when people didn't know where this was going. So when, when we talk about like the explosion of Afrobeats now, and we we talk about how different people have contributed to this, I've been around long enough, like ten years ago, eleven years ago, when when you speak to these stars, they just one chop. Mm. Everybody been just one chop. True, true. All, all of us were, people were in it because they had to move away from poverty. And this was what they were good at. Mm-hmm. That was all the only, they that was the only key. Yeah, that was the all head. they had. And so, even though, like, the, if you draw the narrative, you you see, okay, this happened, moved us forward. This happened, moved us forward. This happened, moved us forward. But when you speak to those people at that time, when they were doing this great acts, it was just, they wanted to eat. And that's how it's they just, could eat. Just did, and it's just yes. what we must do. And people picked different persona. I'm like that guy that they just be like, who be that crazy guy? That guy not crazy. What is it? I don't You had dreadlocks. Uh-huh. You were you were heavily influenced by the the, the Caribbean, Jamaica. Mm-hmm. You were a Rastafarian. In a way, I yeah. wouldn't go that far. <laughs> okay, but you you were heavily influenced by that culture. Their culture and their philosophy, way of life and stuff. How, how did you discover that? 
Well, um, I mean, I grew up in um, like a ganja joint. Like uh, it, 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 for the a ganja joint, that means a place where people gather and smoke marijuana and yeah, sell marijuana. Yeah, I grew up in the hood there where you see um, um, the kind of music they play is like rebel music, guys that, you know, Nigeria, any... So I told somebody in America that uh, you guys think you need um, psychologists. Every, see, if you need business, you need to start a business in Nigeria. Every Nigeria needs a therapist <laughs> because you have gone through hell. You understand? It's just like, hey, Jesus Christ. So all of that time, it's only music of struggle that these people recognize we hear Felakuti, after Felakuti, we hear Lucky Dube, Bob Marley, and some reggae music that Coco Tea and the yes. rest. And um, um, I always, I remember that they always call out the is, powers that be. This is good cognac. Cheers, brother. Yeah, no, I don't want to. <laughs> Cheers with the empty glass. Okay, for something, for something. Yes, sir. Cheers, brother. Respect. Good to see you. I'm enjoying this so much. Yeah. <laughs> Same here, King. So, now, yeah, you were saying reggae music, fella, even was you and they marshal. I got one time that um, um, Kwam One was totally political. It gets so mad um, at um, the way the whole system is being yeah. run here. He sings about it on, like, you know, we invite him over to weddings and say, <laughs> he'll be thinking about politics and yeah. stuff like that. They really touched me in a different kind of way. And I know that those reggae guys, they don't even care. They just talk truth to power. Yeah. So that really made me love it. Um, if you check like uh, my, um, the earlier tunes that I put out, Champion. Yeah. Like motivational vibe, like, you know, songs of struggle and all of those, they usually come easily to me. So reggae music from Obalindi as early as um, um, early 90s. Whoa. That was all I listened to growing up. You know, reggae heavily, reggae heavily influenced us. Especially mm -hmm. that generation. I remember... Where we influenced them too. Yes, we later, we did. We did. But in terms of, we had a lot of reggae artists mm -hmm. growing up. Oris Wiliki. Mandator. Mandator. Majek. Majek Fashek. These yeah. were reggae, pure reggae artists. Pure music people. Yes. And, and even when, you know, Afrobeats, this modern industry started, some of our greatest songs were reggae, were reggae songs. Mm -hmm. Like African Queen. I love see, that see, song. Face need somebody. Yes, now everybody. So even then, it was so crazy that the first Jamaican word everybody knew was "rude boy." Yes, bumbo bumbo clutch. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone will put that thing in their song. Bad man. This generation now is bad man that they like. Bad man. Bad guy, bad, yeah, I'm bad, a bad man. man, bad I'm man, this that, bad, yeah. bad man, looking yeah, good. Yeah, bad in man. The, yeah. Man, I tell them, say a bad man. You know, no, say man, I tell them, me wicked, tough, rugged, <laughs> angry, <laughs> beautiful. So you you were heavily influenced by that culture, mm -hmm. and not only in terms of the sound, but 
in terms of the spirit of the movement, in terms of their anti-establishment leanings, you know, mm-hmm. you know, fighting the power, you know, uh, sticking up for the people, that that noble ideal of, in a manner of speaking, activism yeah, man. in the music. Do, mean, do, do you think, even now when, and I know it was a, you know, when you, even back then in the 90s, you were around during the military era. Mm-hmm. So you saw how it was for a lot of us. You saw how human rights were abused and all. I was in the front row seat. I lived in Obalindi. Exactly. <laughs> so you saw all these things. Now that the world isn't exactly like that, sure, we still have structural problems. We still have political problems mm-hmm. via our democratic system now. Mm-hmm. But people are generally freer. You can say that. People I mean, generally have access to, to, to like information now people this um this is one of the few countries where a lot of things are not going right and we have access to information and we can say whatever we want yes until we say <laughs> what we are not supposed to say <laughs> what because they say, i remember what, what, what when, they say we shouldn't say yeah i remember when twitter was shut down <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so all of those one now just the way but i still love them Okay. I still love them because the politicians are scared of the musicians now. They don't want you to be to put them on your front roll if you do that because we are the only that's the only industry that represents the entertainment. Yes. That's including the sports too. Even if they are not getting so many trophies these days, yeah. but they still rap. And those are them. These are like the only way we've been showing Nigeria in the best light. Yes, in possible. the best possible light. Yeah. So it's not, you can't say anything about the politics or any um, structural changes that we've seen. You understand? Yeah. But through music and entertainment, they don't want to mess with the people to read. That's why they make, it, they make it look like a perceived kind of freedom until you go past where you're not supposed to be here. Sure. Mm-hmm. And then you also you also got your name from an offshoot of this conversation. I, I think your mentor and manager, Ayrotimi, gave you the the Monica pipe. And my baba be that. Yes, which meant which means prolific youth, positive entertainer. Benny. Yes, yes. It took me a minute to agree. Jeez, do, you, do you know something just got to me? Go for it. And this is not me seeking controversy. This just brought a, mem- a memory for a song I really loved. Okay, go on. <laughs> so I was, you know, Son of Mercy, the project by Davido, had this lead single, Bagbe. Bagbe Oshi. Bagbe Oshi, rather. And, you know, people say it was a record from you. There was a version of you. Oh, God, was also, this guy. No, yeah, but in, <laughs> in the song, I listen, that's one of my best DeVito projects. So I can sing the entire project word for word. Mm-hmm. I can sing everything. Like, mm-hmm. it's one of my best projects. Mm-hmm. I still play it to this day. Okay. And there was a part of that lyric where it was like, prolific you. <laughs> 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 oh, no. Oh, boy. Oh, I just saw this now. So now let me say, prolific youth, positive entertainer. The problem we have in the Nigerian music industry is that we've always been looking at um, having creative contributions from other people. Is if um, if um, you get creative contribution from other people, it makes you less of an artist. Yeah, and that's a very 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 backward way to look at it because yes. Michael Jackson. 
People wrote for each other. All the greatest songs you know in this world were created by group effort. Group of, yeah. It was a collaborative work. Yeah, until we start seeing it like that, we will be taking away food from the table of some prolific writers like that. Yes. that are just there. They don't even want anything to do with the spotlight. They, they just, just want, want to, to be dishing it music, out. And hits. they want to make a name for themselves too. Yes. So if you remove that veil or the stigmatism that you put to it and be like, ah, Bobo Yanta, on the ghostwriter, waiting. You are, so initially, I think I perpetrated the same thing because I went out of my way to deny and deny and deny and deny. Because you had to be a stand up guy. Yeah, but then that's me contributing to the. Um, and um, um, forces that I've been fighting all my life against. But if it was, if it were now, would you do things differently? If it was now, I would. I, I, they, I won't. There won't be, and um, there won't be such a thing without them announcing. As yes. I am like this, there will be pictures of you and the artist working. We're on working, the record, and we say yes, yeah. yes, because and now, yeah, it's, it's more normalized now. It should be normalized. It's not something where people start feeling like ah, you feel like they give you a beat. See, this this is how American artists work. Yeah. They give you a beat, and you be like, oh, that's remind me of Burner Boy. Ah. I should call Burner Boy, the Nigerian artist. I should call him. Yeah. He should come write on this. I need him to come write for me on this. What mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. around? They call themselves and you go in there, you write for Beyonce, you write for everybody. You collect your publishing. You collect your publishing and people, they live. This is people's livelihood. Yes. That's how people, wake. that's people's nine to five. They wake up in the morning, write music for superstars until they sleep. Wake up the next day and do the same thing. That is I their said life. they they like bus conductor. If they, for the session they wait. If you they sing, you go they sleep like this. Jones they would enter vocal booth. Say ah, boss. What if we go like oh eh, oh eh, yeah yeah yeah. They just go. I love that too. Before you know what's up, the guy don't do his own work. <laughs> Unless in Nigeria they will say nah, I'm friend now. They not go give him credit. That. The guy they collect. Yes. Yes. For doing that in it. Yes. yes. It, unless the guy no use that melody. He no need word though. Some people for Yankee like this for studio. Now only melody they can't do for you. Yes. They'll just put the beat on. You go wear micro earphone like this, just closing eye. I mean, I mean, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Tilin die in children died and go they collect. Yes. No be say you go can't say because now your friend now say now your friend give you idea. You can't collect in glory, join your own. Yes. So yes, I I wrote. I wrote every word for word, note for note, and to the extent. You understand? I'm proud of it. Uh I yes, I love to say that there, yes. Something that I'm happy to say is not something that I should be ashamed 
of doing or ever being a part of. Yeah, Whoever is a member, whoever is or was a part of that and is not proud of that person, that then be the highest hypocrite. True. Because whatever makes you fall in love with that, that means you love it. Yeah. And you should appreciate the source. Yeah, true, true, true. I see a lot of great works now, like within the space. Because one of the things with modernization and globalization and improvement in our standards of standard operating uh, procedures and practices is that the word camp, writer's camp, has become one of the things that's being used sparingly within this game now. In Nigeria, right? Yes. So, so it started like almost two years ago or I, less. I, yes, I know, but now it's normal. That's what I'm saying. I love it. It's normal now. Maybe there's the public, they're yet to catch up, but they've been slowly, they're slowly being educated. But within the game now, it's normal to hold a camp where mm -hmm. you invite everybody to come create records for you and with yes. you. Yes, yes. I only saw that this January. For real? I can't say where. But you were in a camp? I was, I came in, I did my own camp too. Oh, beautiful. And um, I've been doing it for the past eight years. Every summer in 1004, I will have like four producers in the apartment. Dr. Frabs, Del B., um, um, all the producers just be there. This guy will f mess me up overnight. That one will be like, eh, pipe, moti Next day, this like it was like a competition. So when I came back January, I came back with that mindset. I called this producer. I called that. I got an apartment and I started recording. That's when I did all this hunger that we're putting out now. Beautiful. So um, when I now found out that some guys were camped at. A hotel. <laughs> I went there, and what I saw, what I saw, destroyed my blockers. <laughs> you understand? Uh, one you. of our, you. one of our top three or four um, African musicians yeah. will be Nigerians. Yeah, they for inside that place, and one of our top top like four of our top musicians too were there doing backup mm -hmm. for the session. Mm -hmm. Like this musician finished his own backup for him. Mm -hmm. Big established yeah. musician. Yes, no. yes no. He get up. Another person comes, sit down, say, go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, yeah, yeah. They did it for like three hours for one person's song. Uh -huh. And that's in there. Uh, I never, I don't believe her. My it dream. It busts your my head. My dream. Finally, they see the boys here now, they do that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And they see people, they build sets. Yes. To shoot a music video. Uh -huh. Real set. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they, they build sets. You know, that's why I did in America. Did you know? For real? I, didn't, I had no idea. Oh. So when I left, I had to go to school. I went to film school. Yes. I'm a union member right now. Beautiful. You left. You pursued your, you pursued your education at yeah. the Georgia Film Academy. Oh, shit. Let me see if I can find the union card. As a matter of fact, this health insurance that I still have right now is from Black Panther. My present health insurance that I have right now that is still going to be valid till 2024 is from Black Panther. Black you know. Panther, the movie? 
Yeah, that's the renewal card for my union membership. Whoa. Did you work on Black Panther? Black Panther, Samaritan, Young Rock, Step Up, Non-Stop, um, Guardian of the Galaxy. You worked on Guardian of the We're Galaxy? Building, that's the reason I ran off. They called me again and said, we're going to build the nest um, um, one and we're going to build it for three years non-stop. And I started thinking to myself like, fuck, three years? They stopped building set here again for three years? <laughs> no, when you start sitting in there and you're chilling, you don't remember all that thing. You don't remember, <laughs> you don't consider all of the um, 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 aspect that... Um, um, you won't remember all the other aspects. So I got to a point where I started talking about music like my previous life. You know, when I'll be on set and they'll be like, hey, you sound really good. Like I'm just singing about while I was working. They say, you sound really good. And I'll be like, oh, I used to sing. <laughs> so that For was real? my life some years, um, some lives ago. So in your new iteration, in your new iteration of, I think I just shared it on Twitter. I'm looking at the reactions. What? Like I just mentioned, the General Pipe was a set designer on Black Panther, Samaritan, and Guardians of the Galaxy. We built everything from... S we scratch. built river. We built spaceship. Whoa! I have pictures, receipts. You understand? Like the Wakanda, the old Wakanda, the everything from beginning to end. When I saw the, when I saw the trailer, I was crying. Aww. When I saw the trailer of the new Black Panther, tears was just rolling down, you know? And I think it was on that set that I started feeling like, look at all of this ish that we built, you know? Dedication. 12 hours a day. 12 hours a day. Every single day you wake up in the morning, you get there, you see the A-lister of the A-listers of actors and directors, everybody already there. At 7 a.m. in the morning. 7. 5.30, everybody, if you want to eat, you get to work around 5.30, everything starts rolling at 6. Whoa. All the wheels, like, it doesn't stop till the movie is over. It's not like they start feeling like, ah, oh, now we have... No! We create tsunami... The tsunami will control the water and take the water to a place that it will go back to. Imagine your, in the movie, you did you see the um, the trailer? Did you see those tsunamis? Yes, I saw those that. Those tsunamis, we unleashed it more than 700 times. For real? It wasn't film trickle. Yeah. It was like almost like um, a million liter tank. Of water. Yes. And we unleash it, brah, see no Wakanda. As they go like that inside Wakanda, go go through inside another hole. As they enter that hole, machine the way they pump and they send them back to that tank. As the director, they say, okay, are we done now? All the crew go jump on the sand set, push the other waterway, no drain, back to inside hole. Because that place has to look brand new, like nothing happened. They shot for... It's just, yeah, so all of that, and that's what I was doing with my life. Went to school, couldn't work. I didn't even know I could still go to school. It got to a point that if I get 98 for my test, I started feeling bad, like, ah. Uh, like, I... <laughs> 
So you're, <laughs> so you're telling me that the money you made from music mm-hmm. and the fame and the money and all of the resources you gathered, yeah. you used it to build a different life. I didn't, yeah, just not really. That whole part of me just, it wasn't like I decided to move out of Nigeria to look for a greener pasture. Yeah. I didn't go look. I've always known that my green pasture is a home. Even if um, um, the world is going to pay us eventually, um, charity begins at home, kind of jubasticulin from day one. Yeah. When we left for America, it wasn't me going to, within my, it was a family related issue. Yeah. We had to leave. Okay. Me and my wife and just had to go. She was needed. Whatever she is, I'm there. We married. So it's a family. We just seem. So you, you made you made the decision to give your family better a better life. Oh no. Or you guys you guys moved together. We've they've I think Nigeria Nigeria we had better life in Nigeria than in America. Before everybody started studying, no, we had better life. But she's from there. She's American. Oh. My wife is American. And um, she needed to go back home. Family-related issue. We are all needed. Bam. We got there. It is either I get to Uber, start working on Uber or Instacart and shit. So you started at the, these low-level jobs? I wanted to, but when I tried one time, I cried. Because when I go to America, you will come deliver stuff for me and I'll tip you 50 bucks. That was me. Tip you 20, 30, 40 bucks. And I'll go out and work for a whole day and I'll make 40 bucks. <laughs> yeah, and I felt like, no, man, if I'm going to work or do anything, I don't want to do anything that will get me depressed. I want something that I will be happy to wake up to do. Yeah. I want it to be artsy in a way. You understand, I want to be still in the, I want. I still want to be grounded in my main, uh, my core um, discipline will be arts, creativity and stuff. And that's it. I thought I was going to be a director, but so, I didn't know there were layers. Yeah, go on. So you, you, was that when you now went to the Georgia Film Academy? Yes. Got in there. Did, like did, you, did you have to write an exam to, to go in or you applied? I just applied. They asked me to bring my, I brought my wire audio with it. I brought because I didn't go to university. All I knew was music. I finished high school. Did you also tell them that you were you were a successful artist? What, who cares about your artistness? Nobody cares about that one. Are you going to put down your plate? As, as work experience. No, work experience. No, you don't even need, you want to come and learn me. If you know everything, we don't get experience. Why are you here? <laughs> <laughs> so basically, my mindset was like, okay, go to learn, diversify, learn, and be, and just make the best out of yourself. I just did. You know, I could have gone to do more music courses and stuff, but I needed something that would give me paid yesterday. <laughs> but this is beautiful. I'm looking at it. This is the motion. Yeah, I have seen it. Yeah. That's I had seen anywhere in the world. Anywhere in the world, if there is any Hollywood related issue. Bro, there is it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This is beautiful. Mm-hmm. This well, one, well uh, done. Well done. 
Well, I feel so proud. Huh? When my lost struggle, with you certain collect like three of those certificates and whatever. Study the basics of like the whole making it. Study the basics of building sets, set decoration, lighting, and all of those things. Yeah. But yeah, we back to pipe. In all of this, while you were trying to set up family, mm-hmm. steady family, find a new way to make sure like your life beyond music progresses well. Did you, what did you tell yourself to justify not releasing music, not doing something that your heart was in? Hmm. How were you able to go through those days knowing that you just wanted to be in the studio. You just wanted to create. It's crazy, man. Shit. <laughs> I would just be like, hmm. that's all I'll say. I'll just be like, pipe. Because they, they weren't calling you pipe. Yeah. You were what you were called. What were they calling you? Um, Ibrahim. 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 What? Ibrahim. Ibrahim. <laughs> Ibrahim. Ibrahim. And I just. I've been in London for the past three weeks. Mm-hmm. I just got back. And God, I miss Nigeria. Ah, Nigeria game. Nigeria gets get vibe. Charm. Nigeria is just the energy. It's home. It's just home. Yeah, it's home. The energy, it's home. The, energy it. the energy that you feel here. It's, you, can't, you don't see it anywhere else. I had to stop recording. So when this old thing started, yeah. My own boy, Cash Boy. Yeah. Mm. He was like, yo, when I was in Ghana and I was depressed and yeah. I was down, yeah, all I would listen to was Victorious Man. For real? Yeah, that's what he told me. It's like, yeah, I would just listen to Victorious Man every day. Just listen to Victorious Man. And when I saw you, I'm like, yo. Whatever I can do to get that guy to get back to the studio, that's what I'm going to do. Like, uh, and he was like, I know you say they work for film industry now, so, but the day that you have now made up your mind, that pipe, eh, you are ready for pipe, let me know. You understand? I get you. Like a song that I did in the past, created this reality that we're in right now. You know, my own boy was like, yo, let's get Pipe back out there. Let's just pull him out of this old, let's remove the old mystery. I don't care. Okay, let's start this thing. Even, I don't believe, say, it's still there, your body. Uh, even if somebody's like tempting me, it's, Advertising me to myself. <laughs> so you signed to on March first, twenty twenty-two. You officially signed the manage. You on March on March first, twenty twenty-two. You officially signed the management deal mm-hmm. with international distribution company Cashboy Records. Yes, sir. Which was founded in Accra, and you know Ghana mm-hmm. by Morgan Cashboy in two thousand and nine. Mm-hmm. You also began working with. 
Grammy Award winning publishing and marketing create agency. Creative Titans. Yes. Oh, those were the back. They came um, in. A, a joint, a, a joint yeah. venture partner of Concord Records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a whole lot of things going on, but they all stem from that declaration. Say, hey, pipe, wake up. What made you come back? What made you come back? That simple, that simple gesture of say, I know you're comfortable. I know you're comfortably making money in this film. But pipe, whenever you want to grab that mic again, you know, it's just like, <laughs> you know, like an armed robber. When somebody, the guy don't give up to the rob, then the young boy come come say, well, uh, I know you still got it, but um, whenever you feel like you want to pick up them tools, just give me a call. And how, When you heard those words, when you heard those words, mm-hmm. how did you feel? I felt like pipe, pipe, go pipe, J pipe, ah, pipe. I don't, ah, I just go sit down there. That's me in my head, like ah, pipe. Like I said, yeah. I just be like ah, pipe. I was still going to do this. <laughs> I was still going to, but the crazy thing is that I never stop. I kept recording that thing. Gave me um, um, a happy medium. It gave me an outlet to vent. You know the fact that I know, and he wasn't saying it out of drunkenness. Like say he was drunk, <laughs> he didn't tell me that. Um, I, it was a serious. He looked you in the eye like a man. Yeah, yeah. And said, "Bro, when you're ready, something did." And we've been, I've met, if I say I've met people, I have. So so coming back into the space. Yeah. Coming back into the space. What did you have to tell your folks at home? My wife? Yes. Uh, was, um, it, was it easy? Was it easy? Oh, she, she's always been the one begging me. You know, sometimes I just be there. If she noticed that my energy is not complete, just she just Google like, yo, Ibrahim, that's an open mic, blah, blah, blah. We just feel like and blah, blah, blah. So when, and she knows that I don't play. If I want to do something, I'm obsessive. You know, it is either I do it 6 million percent or I just, I just keep quiet. I just compartmentalize. You understand? So when I broke it, I told my son. First told your son. Oh, that guy and his friends bullied the hell out of me. You know, he had this Mexican um, 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 Latino young kids that they grew up together in the neighborhood. <laughs> and um, they would listen to my songs. And um, always they would pick on me and be like, Mr. Abraham, when are you going to do another song? We love your music, blah, blah, blah. So those kids moved away yeah. to another neighborhood and we were invited for their birthday. We got there. This was like a year or so before we even started getting General Pipe back on this whole jubastic uh-huh. So the girls, we got there and I was like, hey, happy birthday, Valentina, and blah, blah, blah. And... um. They were like, hi, Mr. Ibrahim. So what about the music? You know what my silly son do, did? 
it looked at me was like, yeah, daddy, what about music? <laughs> <laughs> See, they make these children different these days. Yeah, waiting concerning us with our uh, daddy business that time. Sometimes, God, we know, know waiting our daddy, Whoa. they do till we are like 15. We don't know, say, daddy, we are business, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> then, waiting concerning them and even they talk to their business, which you said. Yes, you don't even get deep with me. Ah, So, those guys, eh, they always come at me. There was even a day they came to the house and I was just freestyling in the studio, yeah. in the studio. And he had a studio. <clears throat> I've always had a studio, but if I sing one line I don't like, one line, I delete the old song. I get mad at the old room where the studio is for like six months. <laughs> see, or they, see this one where they work hard for now. They yeah, they sing this kind of weak line. <laughs> So I was my own, there was nobody there. No little to no friends because even the friends, your best friend might leave three doors down from your house and you don't see him for six months. So my anger, my happiness that they talk to this guy a lot. That's why you hear me say pipe. <laughs> you understand? I'm super grateful, man. Part of the reason for blessing ready. When I see like people like that, you know. Cash boy and and we bring the old Jubastic Kulin. Ah, she, my man. Yeah, man. It was awesome. It and, is awesome. And coming back into this into this world, mm-hmm. you know, saying you're going to play the game, you're going to play it at the highest level mm-hmm. as you deserve to, and you're going to play it with not just like with a structure, mm-hmm. and you're going to play right. Mm-hmm. Before, when you think about when you were making music now and how you did drum now, mm-hmm. what is the difference? What what differences can you see? Hmm. Well, for, uh, <laughs> for a starter, I know that um, I definitely know what I want. And... Um, I have the best kind of team you can ever work with because um, a team without communication yeah. is just like um, a bunch of, you know, power is nothing without control. Yeah. So there's a whole lot of control. There's a whole lot of restraint and everything that keeps me grounded at this point. And I, that champion era, I think I was just so much in love with music too much. I refused to see the business part of this old... I know that they should be... I was angry because I felt like it should be so structured, you don't have to think about the business part of it. Yeah. But this time around, there's the business part of it. There's um, um, like... um, Everything is just different. It's not like um, then where you just... Be walking in the dark. Yeah. You know, like champion era. You know, I was young. I was so amazed at the response of the people. I didn't I didn't expect that. <laughs> you understand? I just knew that I was giving you what I considered one of the best. I don't know what you got. You know, you can't control people's reaction. And when I saw the old champion that I couldn't even sing my own chorus at the show. <laughs> you know, when we get to the show, all I have to do is give them the verse and 
And the, the crowd will take handle the rest. Yes, just let them do it, or else you just be like, you find out later when you watch the video that you should have just let them do their thing themselves. Yeah. So it was a different thing entirely. From this, from this angle, sometimes we record the songs and we see the market we want to sell it to before we even start recording it. We structure out the song. <laughs> For real? That's the plan. Like, um, there's a song called Claire Road. I think you heard it earlier, but when we were making it, we made it specifically for the Nigerian and the African market. You understand? And there is another song that we cater into other markets just because there's structure. You know? Structure, Naibi, the cuckoo, without structure, you are just demonstrating it alone. Just a demonstrate. You're just doing your thing and you're just a Jones. In the dark. Just a Jones. If sometimes you can flukely hit a ball with that, but if you really want to do business, you do it like business people. Business people don't just put their money. I mean, business is a risk, but they find a way to minimize the risk by planning by and planning. mitigating or foreseeing mm -hmm. some um, um, two years in advance. Fuckery will go stop your business. You know? That's it. And do you feel better compared to when you left? Uh, I feel like I, I feel like I have an expo. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I feel like I have a cheat card. You feel like you're armed with information. Yeah. Like I You have a manual. I used to be scared of silly things that you can't control. But you get to a level and you just let the, just be water. At this point, I'm water. I used to be like stone. I used to be so rigid. I used to be like trying to like stick to some script. No, man. People don't even want script. They want you, real you. Yes. They don't want any script. They will sense it. Some people can smell bullshit from six miles away. Some can smell it seven years in advance. You know, it's time to make money. Let's make money. You know, come to the table. Let's bake. Let's bake this bread and start cutting it. You know, all the people bring all the jubasi cooling coffee over our sherry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you think it's it's easier for you to do this now? Uh, well, in a way, I wish I was home. Then I took a little bit more into like um I just chill a bit when I was younger. Yeah. I wish I had this gene um this mindset yeah. and my younger ginger. Yeah. But it hasn't even it's like I got I was in a stasis. Yeah. I've been in like some kind of stasis that I didn't age. Sure. Sure. <laughs> it's like I got trapped in a machine somewhere yeah. and God Almighty just protected me from any jubasticulin that can destroy my journey yeah. and um when everything has been, like, everything subsided, it's like, okay, let's go. And the industry is ready. They the year, world, they the like, and we have some creative minds here and there. We have critics. We have people like you that are... <laughs> you I, see now, your flower. <laughs> yes, now. When, oh, when I did my own research, too. I saw one video, you were mad at everybody like you. You think your life has gotten to one level that you don't like Afrobeat. 
your tastes. <laughs> See, I love that thing. I, I, when I, I saw it, I loved it. I, I do this for passion. Respect, man. Thank like, you, I just, Thank I love you, doing this. Thank you, fam. So, so, did you enjoy, did you enjoy Hollywood? Well, up to an extent. Up to an extent. I mean, it's not like Hollywood, Hollywood, because we were in Georgia, so we call it peach. <laughs> we call it call the peach. peach. <laughs> what does that mean? Peach, um, peach, um, you know, Georgia is peach city. And any, um, back in the day when um, they were shooting in LA, they call it Hollywood. Uh, in Georgia, the government gave um, the filmmakers like some um, tax incentives. Like if you spend over a certain millions of dollars, they will return a certain money back to you for yes. investing in the um, in the state. Yeah, because all of we the film crew, most of the guys are Georgia um, um, residents. So that's job provision. So if you provide a job and blah blah blah. So I enjoyed it up to an extent, you know, because. You can only enjoy it so much because I've tasted other forms of art. And I know that I have one that I, I mean, I have a queue that I can create. I can form, I can join. I cannot join a queue or a line. I don't know how to explain that. Like, I can actually form my own queue as against to go line up behind people every day by day and trying to, like, help some dreams come true while I'm starving my you know, so that was the aspect that removed the beauty of the fact that you just wake up in the morning and you run into Sylvester Stallone or you yeah. see um, Angela Bassett or all these guys from Wakanda. You just wake up, you work and you see extras coming in and it almost look like Oyibo Market. Like, seriously, even with all the goods that they sell at Oyibo Market, clothes, Dry fish, ataro do tomato, mango, oranges, everything with different tribes with the accurate outfit. Yeah. That thing, you just get to work and you just have goosebumps. And some people will one day funny in their own white say, um, style. They'll just be like, that must remind you a lot of home. <laughs> you know they won't come in a shady kind of way and yeah. i'll be like absolutely but usually we don't even appear like this every day when we see people come dressed like this sometimes we stand aside and look too because they even put all those masquerade and everything and they just say "Ooh, that's a real african experience right there ibrahim i'll be like yeah, when we see that, we're excited to, we give them money. When we see masquerade come out, it's not like every day in Nigeria, you see one guy get dressed up in his masquerade and he's on his way to work. That's how it is. So, yeah, I enjoyed that. Um, I enjoyed Hollywood up to an extent. And in what way did you feel, did you, in what way did you miss home? <laughs> in what way do you do you miss home at all first no the question is in what way did I not miss home okay. you understand I saw a lot of great stuff that I just wish I could just carry and come transplant in my country Yeah. and I know how creative and resourceful my people are 
if we can just know the fact that these Hollywood guys, they are just as confused as all of us, but they just bring the best of the best minds. If they think um, something in this shot might need a little bit of physics, they go bring a physics professor and the guy will come in and just break it down to you as a filmmaker and they will apply it to this movie. They mess with your feeling with light, with the way they set the light, the way they present, put the camera, the kind of frame they put the actor in or whatever. They just, if my people see all these things, it makes me feel like, ah, if Nigeria no say, the reason all this movie look exceptionally different is because this guy spent almost like three years building this set. It would be awesome. We can probably be putting out like only three movies or four movies a year and it will break bank and everybody associated with it will make more money than doing 100 films that's just like the same. Yeah. yeah. So those are the awesomeness and things that I wish I could like, those are like my own takeaway from like my film days experience or my film, film chapter. So in Nigeria now, do you think you'd want to contribute? You know, like we had a conversation earlier where you look at the work created by new cinematographers in the music space. You look at things from people like T.J. Murray, Damola, and a few other people. Mm -hmm. And things like building sets, things like designing um, new realities mm -hmm. for for aesthetics and, and, and visual value mm -hmm. don't you think you'd want to be a part of that i would totally at some point while i was still in there i had like almost 500 prop maker friends the people that build the sets they call them prop makers yeah like um everything you see you can touch or yeah. perceive the guys that put it there yeah. that make the actors feel like they are in the zone. Because those actors, it's not like they are just too good. They are presented, um, they are given an environment to actually believe the story they are selling. True. You understand? They yeah. too believe them based on the surrounding way you just enter. Like, so, <laughs> there was a day I went on a film set, um, uh, Greenleaf on a... What's green? You know Greenleaf? Greenleaf, yes. Yeah, that's Christian. Yes. So we were shooting another show on the same set they use, but once they are done with the season, they just pack everything, put in the corner. I went into one room there and I saw plenty of Rizla. <laughs> Rizla with prop weed and everything. And I just shook my head. Then was, like was was the weed smokable? No, it's just um prop weed. You can smoke it, but it's nothing. It's even lesser than the one you get at a gas station in America. So it's yeah. just like, there's a prop shop where they sell fake cocaine, fake blood, fake gun, fake dinner set where you go see where it be like saying that kings and queens, all those beautiful ones. They are not real food. Even the real food that comes on film sets, they now bring like coloring to make it enticing for the camera. So the poor color on it. Yeah, then go paint them. Where, where? Correct, correct. And if you need steam, you say, you want me the Sheruku Bru Bru. We carry like towel, normal towel. Yeah. <laughs> where would they take? Yeah, soak them inside hot water, squeeze them out, put them there for that shot. That's all. And be the old steam, but you don't see the 
You understand? Some old show where be say go see and where they watch where your blood cause wound. It wasn't like all of the set no past this place where me and you day. Now just perspective on the different days. And because say they build the set, there's nothing hindering their creativity. It's a room literally without a roof. I want they no get roof. The roof where them put there in a light and um um flags. Yeah. Just flags and light. The light now, if they won't create, then that's um, um Captain America that they when um, he nearly came out, everybody was like, ah, what about Losho D now? We see the remember when the video yes, yes. it was all in they build we go build any city, go build any time. And not just say the time alone. Everything that happens, you see, if you watch a time, a period piece, <clears throat> American period piece, from the outfit of every human being we go see, yeah, to the um, um, railings on the road, even the water hydrant, we had to stop a whole shoot one time to replace a water hydrant. Person just look and say, oh, those are from the 2000s. The one from the 70s, I have a certain jaggedness and jaggedness and finish. Blah, blah. They had to stop the old shot, scrap the old thing with that fire hydrant day. Then remove that fire hydrant, come put. away from that time. And when would they shoot, self, eh? location? Like this Black Panther? Eh? That location where you see giant water. With dog and dog, like almost like 15 to 20 feet inside hard concrete for car park for location. We pack all the sand out, cement them, paint them up, seal them, tile them, put water. Then machines, they way they clean the water every single day, way they keep them at a certain temperature. <laughs> you understand? The grass, we plant the grass down. We, the grass, then plant on top plastic. Um, on top, um, Paco. Don't knock them. They're professionals. That's all they do. The greens guy. All the bush we go see, now then go bring and come. Now then go tell you the kind plant where we say you go find at a certain region and it has to be correct. Yes. If anybody make mistake, they make world news just like Game of Thrones, when that guy accidentally put um, 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 uh, Starbucks. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. What's, what's the difference between, how wide is the difference between what you people create and what finally makes the final copy of the movie? I mean... Um, Does it look so different from when you see it in real life? I mean... <laughs> it just feels so good. You just think about it's not, it's the difference, eh? Because sometimes we compensate ourselves and console ourselves by saying, I want any effect to dual on me. Ah, Timbani effect. No, that set that we spent all those years, like even the spaceship, they could have just done something else, but we actually build it. Like, I will show you pictures. I know say if you get in trouble if you did publish in a no, way. No, we can't publish those. But if you see these pictures, wood, paint, 
just and and when your last song with ordinary and the only thing that you just see that the difference, the huge difference is just the perspective. Yeah. When they just say, now that thing be this, so, and the perspective, that's the perspective for us. They don't, they've ruined movies for me forever. Yeah. As in going to film school, they ruined movies for me forever because I don't just watch again now. Yeah. I'm just taking in, uh, oh, uh, I see Eric. And they see my friends walk there. Like guys say, oh shit, this is not the thing we Eric do for inside red notice. <laughs> you understand? Watch all those stuff. Um, like um, so the difference is not super, super. Now just just tiny details, you know, just like when you see them like the planet of apes, you'd be like, ah, how were they able to animate apes? But now actual human beings wear um stuff where they demonstrate like that. They just put the skin on them. But all those, I am fighting for the people of the ape kingdom. And your lone saw. Perspective one, now you can't they look the mouth of an animal with the articulate words. That's where we get baffled. They think about it. They think about the outrageous aspect of it and they bring it out. So okay, deal with it, people. So that's the difference between the building the set and watching the final product. You understand? Like Samaritan, I was watching it yeah the other day. Yeah. And I was just like so amazed. We built like built like um a whole community. Yeah. Like Omawak um, um projects. Whoa. Those big buildings. Yes. But the whole of the body now form with Orishirishi. And if you see them, now solid brick you they look at. But I they see places where I fall. I they see rooms where I they go take my pump break when I want to smoke. When we all on break and everybody enter car, everybody go break time. I get my Ninja Jollof inside my little um, um, commissary corner. I set up for myself, skin up a very nice one, sit down there. Just they observe the whole set. As we they go break, some people they come on to work to finalize on the aesthetic of what we've been doing. You know, I love movies like featured film dance shows, like series, L.A.T. Phoebe, six weeks, build one set, and the director come and say, no, we're not doing that, and break it down. And we're doing, um, we're doing Joey Akan's apartment today, and um, we don't know if that guy's gonna come back. I think he got shot last episode. Person, where would they build us for? They just kill him yesterday for the show. You understand? So all of that what I hate them. But for movies, it is set like two years, four years before we even get on it. They don't know the location. They don't know the vendors. They don't. They know the um, product the product placement as a whole department. It's not like say they just come say, "Ah, yeah, my friend, they shoot movies. Say, make I go put my." No, they've been pitching like two years in advance. We're shooting this movie. It's futuristic. We might want to use some Apple proprietary products. What do you think about it? Okay, what can we do to help? And so, and I believe, say, back to your question earlier, how can we help or how can we bring this into this industry here? Yeah. 
Everybody, they look at this place now. We no need to come, they go back. Could they do all that same inside solid stone building houses to shoot a movie? You understand? Yeah. You can build the whole community where we say the whole solid building where they there now one. Yeah. And you have 20 buildings. The whole of the Domot from the first um, house to like the 20th one. Now just Asabari, now only the front. If you open the door, there's nothing behind it. <laughs> you understand? Yeah. You see like a whole kitchen like this. Say person, they argue with your husband, you just go inside kitchen. Inside that kitchen, there's nothing there. And that kitchen where you see him enter, where you see real kitchen, it might not even be in the same country. <laughs> I swear. Sometimes, person where you go, they talk to like this, our conversation, the reaction shots where they go show of you. We are not even in the same city. Yes, you're not together. Yes. But I go act and I go interact with you as we talk like this, like that, my brother, we did there on our side. He go, they read your line to me and I go, they follow you, argue. But I told you, you gave me your word. You said you were going to be there and I counted on you. You said you got my back. Yeah, man, but, but nobody did there. They follow you, argue. Just there by yourself. You are there to do your work. They've set up the mood, your location, the set, everything to basticulate. Now, off with film. I'm done. <laughs> I get you. Well done. Yes, well boss. Done. Well done. And well done for finding a way to find something else that you can love. Mm -hmm. And See that passion, right? Yes. I just forgot for a minute. Look at me. <laughs> yes, no. But it, it is what it is. Because for you to do anything and to do it well, it's the passion. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, well done. Respect, boss. Respect. One thing you're famous for, and this is something that I cannot have a conversation with you without bringing it up. It's your single champion. Mm. We've touched like various aspects of it. But 2009, you know, you teamed up with Patrick Password Matthias, mm -hmm. and you created Champion. Mm -hmm. What does it, how does it feel knowing that you own a record that that's important to a gener to generations of African music lovers? Champion, champion. <laughs> it's just wild, though. It took me a while to fall in love with Champion because when we did that song, I had other songs that I sang, my R&B vibe. <laughs> I was so proud of myself. <laughs> And I will hate any of my friends that would choose champion over those. Be like, Then when I started listening to what I said myself, <laughs> you know, some of the things that I said started coming through. Champion, 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 I will never be, I don't think I will ever. I don't even, I'm not trying to. I stopped trying over a decade ago to recreate something like that. Champion, champion, champion. Well, thank you, Nigeria and Africa. <laughs> yeah, because without Nigeria and the whole of Africa, I wouldn't understand what the song meant because um, creating a huge song is not like there is a recipe. Yeah. It just depends on who it resonates with, right? But that was my mindset that day. And um, 
it means the whole world to me that it resonated with as much as um, as much people as it did. You understand or does? Because <laughs> sometimes it's still tough the new singles. <laughs> Ah, yeah, 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 you crazy. <laughs> Champion too, so heavy, yes. I love this guy. Praise me talking like a sound like ho. Yeah, Vector, we go way, way back from Gregory's College. I silence brag loud. I silence brag loud. Divide that. I am a born champion. Unique can be special. You are a born champion. Yeah. We are the born champion now. This is a song for the champion. It's beautiful to have a record like that. And well done for giving us something. A record like that. Champion. Thank you, champion. Did it look like it was something? Like when it started working, did you, like in that moment when it just started doing its thing locally, people were connecting with the sound did it look like it like something that would go beyond the moment oh i was telling morgan and some of um i think we were all in the car coming from um the radio yesterday yeah. and we drove past the club where i heard it for the first time um i can't remember the name it's on that zenith that one club on that zenith bank road back yeah. in the day i can't remember Laolu or something, that's the owner of the club. So I got to the club that day. I think it was the same day the song came out. We didn't release it. It was launched on the radio by DJ Humility. We were on our way to some meeting or something, and we were on the road, and we heard it on the radio. Instantly, we called him, started raking, screaming like, no, you don't even have the final version, blah, blah, blah. And that's how it went. It was like, ah, no verse. That day we would do listening party, now everybody carry him. I know me then launch him before me. That's how champion came out. And I got to the club that day. Was it's no no rumors is in um, I can't remember the name of this club. And everybody started saying, Congratulations, Pipe. Congratulations, Pipe. <laughs> yeah. So that's when I knew, like then then. That it was that this rehab. Was rehab, yeah. Yes, it was rehab in that Belvedere little corner in the back. Yeah. And everybody in the industry, 
It wasn't like a business. It was like the industry room in the back by the pool. Yeah. And I just brought a mic. I started singing and I got to the chorus. That same day, I knew that I probably won't sing the chorus ever. <laughs> you understand? I get you. It was awesome. Yeah, thank you. Champion. What What did the song like that do for you at that point? It broke chains. It broke chains. In what way? Mentally, not financially. Okay. Yeah, that... Um, I mean... It's the same feeling a normal music lover gets, um, you know, like relates to somebody's story. You understand? Like um, when I hear some big artists, like remember when John Lennon said, um, imagine a world where there is no border, yeah. no embassy or anything. Yeah. And me, he was coming from peace point of view. But well, because of our ship in Nigeria, I mean, they forget to hear this song. And I'm like, ah, who told you? I come out of Yankee, I'm a lost in London, I'm in Canada. Ah, yeah. Then I didn't even know I would sing when I love songs like that. Yeah. And um, it made me feel like, oh, somebody from that part of the world could actually have that same feeling. Irrespective of what drove him to that conclusion, I associate myself with that. You understand? And... Yeah. The mental barrier I broke for me was that everybody wants to be celebrated. Yeah. Everybody is a king in their own little way. No matter how small, the guy that comes on the street that sweeps it before we wake up and make your city look like the best city in the world, while some people are driving to work in the morning looking down on him, you know, like different things. People like that are different champions in their own different parastatus or life. So champion made me believe. It, I was singing to myself too, not like, I, it wasn't like I have made it and I was so proud of my success that I was telling anybody. I was talking to myself too, like, you are a champion, man, Champion, only our champion, champion. So it was, it was also, there was an element of self-talk about it. Yes, I was talking to my, this like um, self-acclamation, self-affirmation, self. This was your personal affirmation. Yeah, just like blessed and ready. Yeah. Just like I'm a victorious man. Yeah. Instead of me to look on myself and be like, you've been a total failure. God Almighty will carry you out one day. I'm a victorious man. When we were recording Champion, I got to a part. I was saying, like, I used to this and used to that. My manager was like, fuck that. <laughs> used to. You are a... Yeah, Champion minds occupy the front line. Wave of the media, cast them bye-bye. Pipnotically, the virus is spreading worldwide. Every lame bashment must go about quiet. Me no know about you. Me shine through light. We eliminated every parasite from me. I see a thousand of them for cyber-side. Got me charm smile. Color me tell them subside. Can, <laughs> when are they hear those words? Are they lucid? Me in 2008, are they talk, say, my tears subside. <laughs> you understand, like, choice of words, wordplay, and all of those things. The song, 
to me self, it sounded like the first few weeks I was listening to somebody advising me. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> That's right. Well, it, it had this heavy effect on everyone. Like people could think better for themselves. People could give themselves a reason to go on. People would can embody uh, those words and become and try to aspire at least in some part to be the best version of themselves. They would take the day as it comes, seize the day, all of that. Uh, it was such a banger. Thank you. Cross-generational banger. Thank you. That was my payment for it. That was the old money that I made from it. The fact that it just gives me so much. Joy. And I said, these people like this. All I said, ah. <laughs> and they were calling me to go perform it just to sing champion for a show. You travel, go sing. I am around 12 in the morning or 10 in the morning at some random event that you won't even know that something is happening. Like, no. Champion broke a lot of barriers. He gave me, he gave me um, um, a sense of belonging when it comes to my music, the love I have for music. Music loved me back with Champion. Yeah. It was like, um, yeah, reciprocal vibe from music and all of the plenty poems that I sit in the corner and write all these years, not knowing if I will become a... Um, um, an author, a poet, or somebody that draws something I used to draw. Thought maybe I would just draw things and just put these awesome words for underarm and just sell them, you know. Shades, <laughs> Nate. And. Well done for having a song like that. Thank you, sir, for appreciating. Does it feel, do you feel any sort of weight, like carrying that, like having that? Does it feel like, you know, does it, does it, like how do you consider it? Is this such a weight? Do you, do you, is it something you try to aspire to? How do you carry it, knowledge of that? I, I didn't grow. I did not grow musically until I know that you don't recreate. Okay. You just evolve, evolve or die. Okay. You understand? There was a time that um, all my mindset was like, ah, champion. I told what champion? Seriously. I basked in that feeling for like, say, three or four years after champion, and I grew out of it. It got to a point where I get, I feel funny when I walk in the club and the DJ start playing champion. <laughs> because I know... The tempo they were on is totally different. I was vibing on the tempo they were on, but just to make me happy, they just jam champion. Sometimes yeah. I'd be like, ah, I could need you now. Ah, Jamashi <laughs> champion to share. But I'm still grateful to God that as we speak, it's still doing numbers. You understand? Uba lost his Spotify for artists right now. I don't think it has ever gone below. Three, number three on my top stream sounds for more than a month at a time. After like a month, be like, okay, back to the matter, champion. <laughs> yeah, so it's just there. Let me appreciate it the way it is. I 
it wasn't like something that I went out of my way. It's just my mindset at that point in time. And I am like as grateful as everybody that loved the song to have been associated with it. You understand? Yeah. Like every fan that love it, I appreciate the song as much as they do that way. Yeah. Beautiful. It's one of my favorite songs ever. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you for creating something. So you talk about evolution and you talk about... You talk about evolution. You talk about the the place of dynamism, how you have to keep moving because everything changes around you. Mm-hmm. Everything changes and you have to change. Mm-hmm. You have to be, you have to stay liquid. Yes. Stay liquid. Yes. yes to sir. grow is to change. That's right, boss. Mm-hmm. And in a space like this, how was your experience first having to retool your art, like to be a dancehall artist in a market that I don't think was really appreciative of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ay, 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 ay. I decided to, like the um, um, people from other countries, when you get to America and you want to sell your country food, you turn it down a bit. You, re, you keep your core element. You now find a way, you find a happy medium between, like, this is you betraying and selling out. This is you keeping it real. So it's like a balance. I tried so many years to find a, to, to strike where I tried yeah. to find that balance. And um, when I realized that... Um, all the stuff that I'm trying to be is who I've been all my life. If it wasn't for my big brother, I wouldn't love American music. I would probably be a Fuji musician. But I knew I would be a music person. Yeah. In a way, some... I love Fuji music, but my big brother always loved Reggie Black, yeah. West to Me, yeah. New Edition, The Vogue, yeah. Johnny Gill. Okay. You understand all of those guys that will play it. I'll be like, ah, when they like you too, I went so That's how I fell in love with that. I was going to be like Fuji musician or something. All through Lagos Island, I used to go to Fuji Jump and just watch them do their thing. They feel me. Yeah. But then, when I fell in love with this old Skibori Bori, and I now started... Looking kind of, I don't know if he was looking down on the style, the kind of music that I grew up loving because, say, people put me on this pedestal of General Pipe, Yala, Yala, Dancer King. That totally just shaded all of the creative aspect of me. Even my name said I'm prolific. Why would I be rigid? Yeah. You understand? So, I'll be Yoruba guy on a good day you will hardly hear me speak English. I am just my typical Yoruba self with my brothers. Even the raga stuff used to just come out when I close my eyes and I'm ready. Well, about the time it come upon the place, never trace no bag, I couldn't touch this game. Fire, fire, but no felly, felly. You know that kind of thing? Yeah. That's when it comes on. It's not like I just be like, say, yo, when I tell you, say, 
From now to the end of time, you're going to be a Jamaican youth. I speak no English, no Yoruba, no Pidgin English, no Igbo, no Hausa, no... No, Igbo, no Madison. And when we go out, all those guys that are inspired eh, to do dance song music, they see me be like, yeah, man, I the general pipe, that the dearest man, I'm a bombish, I'm a bomb, I'm a bomb. You know, I was a kilo shell, And I'll be like, hey, Jack, kilo shell. And he, general, man, me need you to start speaking that thing, you know, the lingua patua, the timble, and the kilo shell. You understand? So why can't I be like that with my music, even if it's going to make the people that I supposedly love so much, which my Nigerians, I love my Niger so much, why wouldn't I be able to infuse a little bit of me? It's not even me selling out this being real. I'm Yoruba guy. My last name, Namaja Kodumi. Very cheesy fucking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did that. Then I can't do like one kind restraint trapped in a box just because say, people say they love the dancehall aspect of me. You know, I will always rep where I've, I know if he changed my last name to. Within Avi TikTok, imagine God you mean part of us. You understand that my last name be my last name. Yeah. So that aspect, I had to evolve. Evolution for me was going back to my roots. Okay. <laughs> Which See. is appreciate the Yoruba aspect of you. I still have world class tunes yeah. recorded like every day. And if I have songs that will resonate better with my people, if they need me to give a little bit of sensible longing. That's a ball. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. Let me be able to just wake up in the morning and feel that same joy of you trying to tell me that Asuri Keteko, same person where they run too fast, you know, go run past house. Yeah. And the guy where they drag for road, you know, go die for road. Yeah. Say, now also, now intro all of us for street. Now money make you far away from home. Yeah. Right? True. Because the money they chase you now, some people quickly make them before you. True. But because you know quickly make them, no me say go die for the also without even getting your own. That's what that um, Claire Road song that is going to be out soon is about. First, I believe will be the first song ever that people get to really hear me speak my Yoruba language. I saw how surprised they were when they found out that I was Yoruba on um, Jabless's podcast. It was like, for real, Yoruba, Yoruba, the boy, Ibrahim, Ajakodumi. Yeah. So that's evolution for me. It's either I stay stubborn and be like um, that alone. Even gives me joy that I get to do stuff that my mom and dad can be like, ah, I'm a little sorry on your shame, but then for my dad to just be like, ah, I put in here, I'm a mini Jamaica, and I'm a Dalong, Jamaica, Lomazo. Yeah. So that's evolution for me. Finding yourself, my roots, appreciating who you are. Yeah. Know the basic truth. The basic truth is what made those dinosaurs choose to turn to crocodile yeah. or die. True. Yeah. But it sucks, though, that the direct descendant of the dinosaur is the chicken. Benny. Just. Suck bitty bow in here. So you for like their daddy to dare around me, they shop us. <laughs> I like the question the way they like this. I'll be so disappointed as an ancestor to see my 
my offspring or my descendant as chicken nugget. Chicken <laughs> nugget. Do it and turn to dinosaur. Dinosaur. Ah! <laughs> An irony. Dinosaur chicken nugget. Only Morgan. Only me and Morgan will BJ. Could know this dinosaur chicken nugget. nugget. <laughs> we say yes. I still cook it the last day where I get on the plane. I still microwave the few for my boys. Beautiful. <laughs> they now make those dinosaur and chicken nugget in shapes of dinosaur. No way. <laughs> it's just they're just taking the taste now. They just. You know, not just to make them cool for kids, but for some way where I know you both to do research rich. And Lucy, okay. I know so. And they evolve the shake and my giant pan. And you know, spending time over there, you know, doing the work that you've done, being exposed to like the highest levels of of storytelling, the highest levels of of showbiz. Mm. In what way has it influenced how you approach how you approach your business now? Ah, that was very simple. I don't make excuses anymore. Okay. Like I say you have an interview around seven and you go you decided to go to bed around three and you make excuses the next day and be like, How to remember she won't postpone interview any. That one can't happen again because I know that. Whether you want to use your head and your finger or your yansh to crawl to film set the next day, no matter how tired you are, you get there five minutes late on set, you're just dragging yourself through unnecessary caca. True. You understand? So if I could spend 12 hours a day for another person's job, where I know I only see my boys like bedtime because I get out of the house before they even wake up. So when I come back home, they're getting ready for bedtime. Yeah? yeah? I just come in and I just be like, oh, let me help with the bath time. Then we read stories. Every day we read stories. It's Even last yeah. night I was here, he was reading the story, um, bedtime stories I participated virtually. Cut the old story short. The fact that I could put 12 hours in every day yeah. for another man's dream. And I saw how much we could achieve. Ah. I came back to Nigeria January. I spent 28 days. I left with about 18 to something, 18 new tracks. And I wasn't satisfied with all of it. I was still mad until I got home. Back to ATL. And me and my people sat down. We started picking... (laughs) Like you go yaba they look for you say this is a great great big great big stranger because yeah not true I work small I wasn't satisfied with it yeah. that not the drive of that movie people because no matter how great these guys do this work rich some guy can just wake up the next day and just poop on it yes no. just say this is this oh is. I don't want that take it off um take that off yank that light off I don't like it it looks horrible I mean I told you I needed right. And you know, if we care about the guy, demeanor in person, in whatever, your boss is your boss. So right now I work for General Pipe. I'm a staff at General Pipe. 
that's what um, um, the exposure of out there, that's that perspective is, um, has been able to make me see myself from. I don't look at myself as, I don't think I would ever allow myself to look at myself as the musician. I'm a staff at General Pipe, and this is what is required to get it done, and this is what we're going to do. Just like uh, the manager, the PR people, I am no different. I don't have a stronger office. I even consider myself as the scapegoat. I will not go in front of everybody and grab the microphone, but I love it. <laughs> you understand? I get you. Mm-hmm. So your new records, they're inspired by a return to your originality. Yeah, man. Originality, appreciation of where I'm from, plus the fact that popular demand. The okay. whole world loves the sound from Africa. I am African. I ain't got to go learn or pretend or be anybody else to be African. It's just my default setting, you know? So that's, yeah, basically... There's a whole lot, though, not only Afrobeat. And with what you're working on now, you know, you've made changes to your, what you're working on now, you've made changes to your business. You've you're signed now, you're working with different groups, you've have a, you have a globalized perspective of business. This time, what's in it for you? What are you, as a person, what are you seeking? That's a very, very, very awesome one, you know? And I ask myself that. I'm glad I asked myself that because right now, I just be looking. You know, when um, we got to China all 2009, 10, and they said, the most gifted drugger dancehall in Africa. <laughs> you know what I said to myself? What you saying? I was like, ah, Timbaku, why won't for free? In my mind, I was like, if I, if this is the last day on this planet, I've done a great job. You understand? Yeah. But what's in for me right now is the ability to look at my boys in the face and tell them that all of this hiccups you're having with your journey in life is just what it is, a hiccup. Don't give up on your dream. Don't give up on your plan and your ambitions. Put everything on it. You understand? Because I told you earlier that my kid and his friends would just call me out about my music. I want to be able to, like, tell them that, you know, you can always get back up, no matter whatever. Yeah. Don't think you've heard the fat lady sing yet until you've heard the fat lady sing. Now, now we'll give up, nine lose. Quitters don't win, winners don't quit. Even if I chill for a while, I didn't quit. I didn't give up. So I still stand up. And like a friend of mine said yesterday, it's a symbol of hope to a lot of people. They say, ah! Yes. But for me, my boys, importantly, my boys, I want them to know that you don't give up on your dream. You don't sell it for anything, nothing. At the end of the day, people that you think you're selling it for will be glad that you pushed. You know? Yeah. People that you're about to give it up for, like my kid, 
I will probably give it up for my kid just to be sure that I have steady source of income and blah, 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 that I am sure every week. But music business is more like a gamble and don't give up. Don't give up, son. You can pick yourself up. Even Johnson, we did Bible plenty where we're, but one thing where I know say no Jones for Bible, you say, righteous fallen seven times, he rise. He means seven star general. I don't even want to do seven. I don't want to do seven. You understand? I don't want for seven times. I pick I myself up, do it. That's what's for me. The ability to pick myself up. Through the help of friends, family, all of them. So it's a personal test for you, a test of character, a test of ability. Yes. A test of learning. And, and yes. You know, it's also a bit of destiny, you know? Yes, this sir. is what you do best. Thank you, sir. And you've, you've got to explore it. I think so. And I'm happy that you're doing this. Thank you, sir. I'm happy that you are coming at the level that you're coming in the structure now. You're trying to engage the space in the most, in the best possible way. Yes, sir. Shout out to Cashboy and the guys there. Blessings to all of them. And you are, you have a unique perspective about the business, knowing that you've seen how it was before and you've seen, you're you're experiencing how it is now. How much tools we have, Mm -hmm. how how you can hack the game. There, There are formulas to things now. Benny. So, I like that about you. It's, it's growth. Yes, sir. That's how you can quantify and qualify all of this. It's growth. You've grown on the personal end. You're a father to your kids. Mm-hmm. You're a provider. Benny. You have a lady. And, you know, you found a way to come back to your dream. Mm-hmm. After taking care of responsibilities, also. Hello, I don't believe what I said. Yes. Ah, hello. Ah, <laughs> See, it's not easy being a family man. See, I'm at that stage of my life where people are demanding that, where the world is demanding that I create a family. Joey, eh? I need a grandchild. <laughs> <laughs> well, why do you want a grandchild so early no 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 nah, i'm talking i'm not nah, that's me you said okay yeah, but yeah yes, that's me see a person yeah i'm beautiful yes that's what the world is telling me now. i need a grandchild yes now and in my head i'm like <sighs> i have to love alphabet's intelligence less to be able to do this i mm, uh, don't oh, please oh uh so I told one of the biggest Nigerian artists right now. He came in crying. So you know what I told that guy that day? I was like, tell me how many musicians you know in the world that that ruined a career. I mean, the day I saw my son, or oh, my son made me realize that I wasn't the most important guy in the room again. Yeah. I live and I work for somebody else. You understand that yeah. somebody else's well-being can actually ruin my day. You understand? Yeah. I didn't know that before because somebody else can just have a headache now and be like, I'm sincerely sorry for you. But if your child is sick or hungry, it hurts you on a different level. Like it's very traumatic. Like yes. it hurts. It I, leaves I, a mark. And you know it's your responsibility. 
no, this person came into the world without knowing how to burp. You started from even helping this human being burp. Mm-hmm. You help them burp when they just come. Mm-hmm. With all their gassy, gassiness yes. and all that. And the frustration, if anything is right, it is you they will be happy with. If anything is wrong, you are the cause. Yeah. So all that thing changed me. But that is not a journey they force anybody into in this life because, um, yeah, it only happens for you. You know, it doesn't happen to you. Kids don't happen to people. It just happens for you. And it's always a great thing whenever you're ready. <laughs> whenever God grants, whenever the universe directs the jupasticle in your way before you skibori-bori and <laughs> so, do, so do you think there's a thing as there's such a thing as grace in this business? And in what way does this grace manifest itself? You know, this yeah. In what way? Tell me. I want look to now, know. See ya. Okay. Me. I look at you and I see success. I look at you and I see advancement. But grace day too. In what way does it manifest? What would you attribute to grace in this journey? The fact that I didn't just, I mean, I've gotten to a point in life that um, the source of the word we call grace is now a foreign thing to me. But grace, grace in the truth form of it, in the truest form of it. Yes. I think uh, the universe has been awesome. I've seen a whole lot of unmerited favors. See me, I even thought at some point that if it wasn't for grace, I would have been so massive that I would have ran myself down. <laughs> but somehow you, somehow you found a way. Yes, I feel like it's a blessing that I've been quiet all this while. I felt like, I feel like I've been in a stasis, in a good form. I... They say that some school of thought say if you are a, somebody that is talented and you gain the height of your fame at around the age, in your teenage years, you will never become old mentally yeah. because you stop learning at that moment. Some real things stop cease. Some, um, some real things cease, ceases to start happening to you in life. Like say you be like 16 years old, you blow. That 16 years old, I don't think people usually outgrow that age. Even, even if they in their 60s, they don't get to experience life anymore. Life just ceases to be real because everybody around them is paid. Yeah. Everything around them is curated. Curated. They are insulated from existence. Yes. Every day is a movie. Every day is a movie. The time that I know Very that well, I wasn't okay, that okay, handsome. Wait, when I now found out that I wasn't all that handsome, that it was General <laughs> Pipe that they like in Nigeria. <laughs> you know that my normal charm that I would go and I will just pay a little more attention to you and just talk to you and somebody find that charming. They just be like, yeah, so what? <laughs> <laughs> you understand? Oh, no. Yes. That must have been so humbling. Where, where? 
at some point he started feeling so good that go see eh general general and be like yes i hear you general then he got to a point where he be like it won't be bad to get lobby the general ah uh-huh. you know yeah then you start appreciating all the tiny details of life that you've taken for granted you know i be grateful for every bit of my journey I no go go anywhere until this old journey where I go and come on um because yeah. now I have a whole lot this you can bring a lot to me it's only so many so much a very small truth you can bring to take impress me again apart from just to be real I don't I've never been a proud guy like arrogant or full of myself i'm grateful for that you know that's grace back to where we coming from yeah. it is the grace that i believe that planted people that i have in my life that grace now make you look say yeah pipe how can do that i should i would like to talk to pipe pipe i got a lot of questions for him that grace for my own mind you be you be product of grace for you to be in entertainment in Nigeria for over a decade. Yes. I I know and it's something I hold dear to my heart and seeing how far I have come and how much I have traveled. Yes sir. There's a, there's a certain level of I, I like to think and this might be my ego speaking, but I like to think there's a certain level of divine design. Benny I mean even if I believe say you make your own future I believe say sometimes your shortcuts to run away from it is the fastest way to get there. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. Uh, the guy come to film set. <laughs> we have pictures he did on Black Panther sets. He come meet me there to put the degree. And even that day he wasn't to come warm me alone but his presence there is significant. Yeah. Yes, carry on boss. I feel you. I feel you. I understand it. Some things cannot be attributed to our effort. Bad. Some things just happen because it's us. A good new unmerited favor. And this is not like you use a manual or everything. You're just you just the push. Yes now. JJ just did yeah. That guy now. Now one week before they sign up to in destiny. Now in destiny committer. Right now in the whole of the old Nigerian industry, that guy where they talk, I know what mentioning, eh? For a week to sign out to like say me Congo line up to queue mm-hmm. for in life, mm-hmm. God Almighty just send person come just say wah, what she be remiss is Oriel, mother sign yeah. That's the the whole of the old African the old world. That guy is like the upness. But I will keep that name to myself. No, hold on. Yeah, to yeah. We'll we'll, we'll all see it all unfold. Yes, sir. We'll see it all unfold. Yes, sir. Just before, we've done this for two hours now. Mm -hmm. Like, this has been a great conversation. I love you, my brother, man. (laughs) Shit, wicked, nice. This has been a great conversation. This has been a very good conversation. Thank you. I'm enjoying this. Thank you for your hospitality. This is good cognac. Respect, respect. The The lighters have been sparking. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just fucking also and you know thank really old testament hospitality 
Thank you. Bro. And thanks for being open and for being candid with me and talking about this. And also, it's good to see you. It makes me happy to Thank see you, you and, and see where you are in life and how you are navigating existence, not even beyond music. Your father, you have you have things that are beyond that are beyond the public, things that are your for yourself. That's right. That's beautiful, man. Well done. Thank you, sir. Once again, cheers. I, I think you feel you. Yeah, no, it usually is, uh, <laughs> I always pour a sip. Oh, I get you. Only only a sip. Yeah, let's just down this ones then. Yes. Cheers, Thank yeah. you, Joey Akan. Thank you. It's good to be seen. So just before we go, <sighs> this is good. <laughs> <laughs> just before we go. Yes, sir. What are we expecting in November? November, November, November. Basically, um, when we started off this old um, um, re-engineering, reloading, and <laughs> replugging of pipe, we were like, oh, single, single, pa, pa, pa. EP, November, December. But we still have a whole lot of songs that are just backed up, lined up to come out right now. So November is still going to be enough big things. We might be on our way back to Nigeria then to throw like um, um, a Berlin Day party. Yeah. Like we're going to have like a mini festival in our hood. Free show. Basically free. That's the only thing that will make it worth the while for me. That all my day ones from a Berlin Day that were actually fighting for real in that champion video. And yeah. people thought it was like acting. They were actually fighting for real. For yeah. real? Yeah, people were like, kill on share, Wow. Everything was in the video and it was real, real. And these were like people that I would die for. I want them to have that experience if I'm ever going to. I want them to be looking at anywhere we ever go to or stadium, festivals. Europe, wherever, I want them to know that it all started from here. Yeah. I want them to know that, um, I want them to have a sense of belonging. Yeah, that's the same thing. I want them to know that I love them. I want them to know, say, forever in bus. Yeah, that's it. And I was going to ask you, but somehow time has flown. Like I've been having so much fun. Time has flown. Obalende, what did, what does Obal what does and what did it mean to you? How was Obalende to you? And how how critical or how crucial rather was it was was it to your growth and your your formation? Mm. I don't know Obalende. Without a Berlin day, I don't know what I'll be though. As in that um part of my brain that will recognize boundaries or the limit of what somebody could aspire to be, that one got blown away in a Berlin day. Because I went to school with sons of senators. Yeah. All of those big who and who that put their kids in Nigerian school would be in St. Gregory's College. Yeah. And um, love for music. 
friends, all of my formative years, Obalende, that's where everything started. That's where I had my first hundred fans. <laughs> yeah, they would gather themselves left and right. Any human being, even somebody that I knew in my heart killed me in a freestyle battle. That person is not good enough for Balinde boys. <laughs> in my heart, that guy don't beat me. Lyrically, naked me. But the Balinde boys would be like, no, no, no. If I just be like, eh, that's enough. <laughs> wow. So Obalinde is everything. Obalinde gave me the wings. I've, I've been flying on the wings of the love of Obalinde. Obalinde showed me all my life. The OT from Obalinde, when I moved to Aja, it gave me room. The fact that I've been in Obalende, there's nothing Aja or Ikota could bring that Obalende has not planted inside of me to be ready for. Yeah. You understand? I understand you. Yeah. So Obalende is my world. And at the end of this, final question. Just, just, it's, it's been such a beautiful story. Right? Yes, sir. I think about one of the reasons why I also accepted to do this. One of the reasons why I've been accepted to do this was for me as a person, I have been in this industry for a while mm-hmm. and being someone who has loved music, being someone who has followed the art, I don't care about the celebrity of it. I just care about the art and the humanity that powers it. Mm-hmm. I've seen people like go through like really personal things that have shaped not just the understanding of life, but the understanding of how to approach the business of the art. And so that's why it's, when I explore, I talk about your talent. I also talk about your humanity. Yes, sir. Because both, they intersect on many occasions. I can't tear it up, but I can't. I go to shows and I stand out there because they only let my friend from on the hood enter the show. Mm-hmm. And me say, we stand outside there with them. Oh, they just correct me. I want me to talk to you. It is what it is. It is what it is. It's a system. It's a system that constantly pushes us and tests us every yes, day. Every day. Yes, sir. But I'm happy to see you. Thank I'm you, happy sir. to have had this conversation with happy you. Happy to see you. Happy to be safe. <laughs> yes, sir. God bless you. Goodbye, guys. Bye.